can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. It's actually been brought to my attention what my ick is, like what my ick is, what I do that's an ick. Oh, (laughs) God, the list is endless. (laughs) We've always talked about other people's icks. But I always assumed you and I would have really long Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like of other other people people would be like, So (laughs) So I don't wake up and immediately go and brush my teeth. Like I like to drink my coffee. You go and get your coffee I like to get my coffee, drink my coffee. That makes sense. It's an even more disgusting concoction in your mouth after that. But also you don't want to have to brush your teeth 10 minutes after you've had your coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I have my coffee and then like, you know, floss, brush my teeth. And I also do mouthwash because it's yeah. pretty foul after the coffee. Yeah. Anyway, this morning <laughs> I turned around and he kind of like, I could see his face pulling away, like wouldn't oh, even no. be close to my face. Oh, no. I'm like, does my breath smell that bad? He's like, I'm sorry, but that's just my ick. And, I was like, <laughs> 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 and he's like, because he brushes his teeth immediately. So he's basically just said that's the ick like the fact that I don't brush my teeth like immediately that's reasonable I I think do you think that's reasonable yeah I think that's a reasonable ick to have but I also understand why you do what you do like I'd probably have the same ick see that's not I don't really have an ick if someone doesn't like it doesn't really bother me that much but at the end of the day an ick is like something (laughs) stupid like it's not a reasonable thing to be off put by so now I'm in a bit of a pickle because I guess I'm just going to have to brush my teeth twice. I have to brush my teeth after my first coffee, have to. Yeah, or just don't breathe in his direction for a while. Like don't wake up in the morning and go, No, but I literally (laughs) just turned around and he kind of just went, and he just like, (laughs) and just your exhale of breath. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally it came out like, no, 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 that's my ick. Do you know what your ick is? I don't, but do you want me to text him now? Yes. And ask? Will right. he respond Hang straight on. away though? Maybe he's working. We're recording the podcast and I need to ask you what's your ick of me? Okay. I'll see if the reply bubbles come up. You know what we'll do in the outro? We'll finish up with what your ick is at the end of the episode. We'll find out. So Hannah, what is on today's episode? So on today's episode, we are chatting about G-strings in the cringy combo. Then we are taking you inside our no makeup makeup bags and of course the products we didn't know we needed. On today's cringy combo, I have never understood people that wear G-strings. Neither. Oh. <laughs> I hate them. I know. How do you people wear them oh, every day? So... People wear them to bed. I know. How do you wear <laughs> a string up your oh, Yep. To yep. bed? No, I, I don't understand it. So I found a Reddit thread 
And it said, anyone else feel like thongs are the most uncomfortable thing ever? And the girl said, I feel like I'm all alone in this because I hear every girl say that thongs are so comfortable, but I just don't get it. Like it's a wedgie the whole time I'm wearing it. Am I perhaps doing something wrong? I'm not sure if thong is the right word here, but I'm not talking about those literal strings. They're like a few centimeters thick. So there's actually a difference. The G string is like the string. And the thong is like a little bit thicker, but all G-bangers. Yeah. So I started reading through the thread and this made me laugh so hard. So this one person wrote on the thread in the comment section, one thing I will say is that I wear my thongs pretty loose. If they fit snugly like normal underwear, I find they pull and are uncomfortable. And then someone else responded and said, like, just to let you know, like you're meant to wear them in your bum crack. Yeah. (laughs) You know. <laughs> you're not meant to wear them like loose so that they're like falling out. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mixed response, actually. This one said, I'm sure this was already said, but I started wearing thongs because I have a way too big a booty for things not to crawl up my ass. Uh... So, like, they're like got big butts and they're like, the underwear's already going up their ass, So, it's more comfortable. So, it's better off being a smaller amount yeah. of fabric being yeah. up there than it. Yeah, than a whole brief. Someone said, I despise thongs. I've gone on this rant with my boyfriend so many times. It's ridiculous. Someone said, thongs are a literal pain in the ass. I never wear them. Someone said, I always thought that I had a fat vagina or something because I hate thongs too. <laughs> <laughs> my issue is that they feel like they're chafing your bum crack. I just don't like feeling like there's some, a piece of fabric between my cheeks. Someone said, my favorite is just wearing grandma underwear always. Mm. Someone said, grandma panties, VPL be damned, visible panty liner. So I used to completely agree with you. I would never, ever wear thongs unless it was to try to look sexy with a partner. So no, I don't mm-hmm. think your feelings are abnormal at all. And so, but people started saying that they found really comfortable G-strings and it's like kind of a trial and error thing. So Mm. I called up someone that wears a G-string every single day. We'll get to that. But I wanted Mm -hmm. to give like a bit of a history lesson. I mean, we're only, we're not going back that far in time, but I've just got some fun facts about G-strings. So in 1999, Cisco released the song, Thong Song. And it actually peaked at number three on the Billboard charts. Do you know the lyrics? No. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Yeah. Thongs quickly became the fastest growing underwear style in the category. Ah. And, and I don't know. I got this information. This is a Glamour did an article on the history of G-strings. But maybe Cisco had something to do with that. Does it say when G-strings were first invented? Because surely they haven't been around since like the 20s. Well, actually in 1939, ahead of the World's Fair in New York, the city's mayor mandated that showgirls must perform covered up to get a- and to get around the ruling they adopted G-strings. Ah, okay. So they actually come, you know, loincloths? Is that what how yeah. you said? Yeah, that's like yeah. the OG G-string. Okay. <laughs> or the right. OG, really the OG underwear. They've been around for a long time. So it's sort of like early 2000s was when there was, as Glamour calls it, thong mania <laughs> because Britney Spears and Paris Hilton were wearing them exposed on the red carpet under low-cut jeans. Yes, that's right. However, 15 years later, I read the whole article from the New York Times, US thong sales were down 7%, but granny panties were up 17%. 
So there was a real shift towards comfort. You know what? I also think there's probably been a shift in our attitudes towards uh, male approval as well, because I do think there is that mindset of like you wear a G-string when you want to be sexy and like it's something for a man because it's almost like lingerie. Yeah. But we don't really give a about that anymore. That's true. So I don't know if you know this, but Linda's nickname with her friends is (laughs) G-banger. I know that. I don't know. I thought maybe I told you before. No, you've never told me that. So I dialed it. I actually gave her a call to ask her because I couldn't, I just couldn't understand. So she loves G-strings. She only wears G-strings and she wears them every day, if you can believe it. Does she wear them to bed? No, she doesn't. She wears nothing to bed. So I said, like, why do you, because I find them so uncomfortable. I said, why do you find them comfortable? Granted, she's one of the big booty girls. She does have a very large behind. Mm. So she said she doesn't like the feeling of underwear gripping her legs. She said she wants to free the bum cheeks. So she likes to feel free. Okay. It makes no sense to me. And then I said on the phone, but they're so uncomfortable. She said, oh, oh, my God, they're so comfortable. We could not agree, but she did have some tips. She said she agreed thongs over G-strings, so a little bit thicker material. Yeah. She said they need to be soft and flexible. She said no lacy. I think she just said no lacy G-strings. That would be abrasive. Yeah. What she said, soft and flexible. She actually buys them from your favorite store, Joe. Came up. Yes. Oh. Yep. And they're made from nylon <laughs> elastane. And she said you have to size up. One size up. Okay. And it's not a string. It's a thicker thong. I did ask her, does she own normal underwear? She does. She would only wear normal underwear with a dress, but she says she never wears underwear. But she said to me, she's like, so you just wear normal underwear if you're wearing exercise clothes? And I just said, yes. My go-to undies, and these are pretty much the only undies I wear, they're the Brasiliano cut from Cotton on Body. They're seamless Mm -hmm. and they're kind of like, they're not a G-string, but they're not a full brief. They're kind of like halfway in between. Mm -hmm. They're just really comfortable. I just really like them. But they're not cotton, are they? I like, I only wear cotton. No, they're nylon. Yeah. So I've yet to find a cotton one that is super, super comfortable in the same fit as those. But yeah, they're like that seamless undie material. It's probably nylon and elastane, to be honest. Now that I think about that fabric, actually, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, you would actually, yeah. if you were wearing that fabric in a G-string, you probably wouldn't really feel it. You wouldn't notice it as much. Now that yeah. I think about it. I do have seamless G-strings like that and they're not too bad. Yeah, okay. So that was my advice from my mum. So you never wear G-string. I, I have worn them to events. Oh, yeah, I'll wear them with certain outfits. Like yeah. I own them to wear with certain things that I can't wear proper undies with or I can't wear the Brasiliano ones. Yeah. But if you are kind of like, oh, I don't really like wearing a full brief with especially leggings, like exercise gear, the Brasiliano ones are really good because they're seamless, but they also don't cover your whole bum so you don't get undies lines. Uh, yeah. So I just wear Bonds cotton underwear always. Love. Yeah. Okay. Love. <laughs> so She loves a full brief, everybody. Are they a boy leg or what? <laughs> no, I hate boy leg. I just like a little bit high-waisted. Yeah. So I like the granny style. I mean, not, I don't want them loose on my bottom. I wear those to bed. I do like a granny, a granny style mm. underwear. But anyway, I actually can't believe my mum wears them every single day. It, that blows my mind. That would just kill me to wear one every single day. 
I'd always feel like I was picking out a wedgie. Well, I think when I've worn them, I go to like pull the wedgie out and there's nothing. Yeah, there's you nothing. can't get your, your thumb in there. <laughs> I'd love to know from our audience, we should put a poll up. How many of you wear G-strings daily and how many of you wear normal briefs? Let's see if we're the the ones yep. that are weird. Sounds good. Well, because you would have to be buying panty liners for G-strings because they do sell G-string panty liners. So you'd have to change your whole approach to life. Can you imagine wearing a panty liner with a G-string? Is that no. like what, that must be when people have got the end of their period. Well, Linda must do that. No, she doesn't wear a panty liner. She's in menopause. Oh, I thought she did wear a panty liner. I thought I thought that's where you got it from. Yeah, back in the day, but she's gone through oh, menopause. She doesn't get any. Yeah, <laughs> <That's... cool>. yeah. <laughs> Stride up in Hannah, I'm sure you're probably doing a lot of no makeup makeup over in Thailand. I just say no makeup. Yeah, I'm doing no, no makeup no. at the moment as well. I just can't stand wearing makeup these days. Oh, COVID ruined me. I used to love doing my makeup and now I sit down to do it. And I'm like, oh, I can't be f- yeah, which is really bad because I it was something I used to really enjoy doing. And we do host a beauty podcast as well. We do. Yeah, so, so it is a little yeah, yeah. bit difficult. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm very much on the no makeup makeup at the moment and it's really all I'm doing like if I have to go somewhere and put a little bit of something on. Yeah. So I thought we could go through our no makeup makeup non-negotiables in terms of products and what we would normally turn to, Mm -hmm. mainly for those people who are traveling Europe at the moment. I hate you, but also this is kind of for you because this is probably what you want to wear while you're traveling. And this is what I would wear, to be honest, if I was packing for Europe now, Mm -hmm. this is probably all I would take. I wouldn't even bother taking anything else because I could use like, I don't even need an eyeshadow palette. I could use a bronzer as eyeshadow. Well, this is literally what I have like a, I've got my makeup bag. This is what you've got with you. This is actually all I've got with me. It's legit. I didn't actually bring anything else. Okay. Well, that's good. So the first one on, maybe we'll run through our list separately so that we can go in depth. So the first thing on mine, which is something that I would be applying either regularly if I was on holidays or the night before, if I just want to be a little bit glowier the next day, it's the Tan Luxe Super Glow. No surprises there does give me a little bit more color. So I look a little bit more healthy, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, uh, obviously I wash that off. Then I use the ultraviolet daydream screen, which has been renamed from dream screen. It's now daydream screen. Oh, they've released a few new colors and yeah, nothing's changed about the formula. Same formula, just a few added shades. So I use, I think V3, I think is my shape, V3 or V4. I would obviously use skin prep under that. I'd normally use the It Cosmetics Confidence in a Cream and I would also use sunscreen underneath that, even though it is an SPF 50. I've then got on my list the Benefit 24-Hour Brow Setter. I'm sure you've probably used that one in your life as well. It's just a clear mm-hmm. brow gel, sets your brows in place, especially if you've got kind of long, unruly brows like me. It just works a treat. So that's always in my makeup bag, even for full glam looks, I would normally use that over a pencil. Then I've got the Lancome Tontadol Ultra Wear Concealer. This can be used as foundation. So that's a kind of hack that I've got here. If you are traveling and you think you might need a foundation at some point, just use your concealer. So if you do take a concealer, it's a little bit higher coverage than the foundation you've taken. That's a great way to get around it. So it's an all over concealer. It's quite sheer compared to some concealers out there. So I just use a damp beauty blender to sheer that out and blend that in. Then one that we don't stock that I do use is the Chanel cream bronzer. Now it is lovely, 
but it's $91 mm-hmm. and the Oof. Anastasia Beverly Hills one is cheaper and it's basically the same. That's $55. So to be honest, I'd probably direct you that way instead of spending the 91 on the Chanel. That's a lot. It is a lot. I had a voucher, uh, which is why I, I okay, was like, I'm not okay, going to buy okay. anything Fair. else at Maya. I'm just going to get the uh, Chanel one. <laughs> so that's what I did. And for eyes, I've got the MAC paint pot in Groundwork. I'm so boring. I've spoken about this product so many times. But if you've got veiny eyelids like me, great to conceal that without having to put concealer on and worrying about creasing, especially in warmer weather. Next is the Napoleon Purda's Cheek Switch Cream Blush. A cream blush is an absolute must in a no-makeup makeup routine. To be honest, I would stick to all creams unless you're super oily. Agree. Even in that case, you could just dust a bit of powder across, but it does look so much more natural and it gives you a beautiful glow. So that cream blush is stunning and it's in a little roll-up stick as well. So super travel friendly. The next thing I have on my list is the Bobbi Brown oil-infused lip gloss, the shade in the buff. I've spoken about this product so much on Instagram and on here. Best lip gloss I think I've ever had in my life. I will continue to use it until it's discontinued. If it's ever discontinued, I'll probably try and buy 25 of them. And then I would normally just put a touch of the Makeup Forever translucent powder over any spots that get particularly shiny, especially if I wanted it to last all day. If it was just something I was popping out and popping home, I probably wouldn't even bother. But if it's something I need to last all day, then I would pop the translucent powder just in those areas, probably through the center of my face, you know, the sides of your nose where that kind of like, as you smile, you get that shine in photos. It shine everywhere, but yeah. 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 But in someone who isn't (laughs) as oily, I normally just do the center of my face. And that was pretty much everything. The Daydream screen obviously is very sheer coverage. It only gives you a touch of coverage, if that. So it's very, very like you can still see freckles. You can still see blemishes. So if that's something you're concerned about, bring along a concealer as well. But that's pretty much all I would bring with me. That's it. I feel like we've got a few double ups, but I'm going to try my best yeah. to use some other products. Okay. So I agree on the face tan. I use Tan Lux, the face. We spoke about that the other week, so I don't really need to go into too much detail. But mm. definitely if you're on holidays and you need, you want like a little bit of color and glow in the face, Tan Lux is a no-brainer for face tan. And I'm like just so happy it's mm-hmm. back. I did not want to have to buy it. Mine's almost gone and I didn't want to have to Same. pay full price. <laughs> I also don't like going into it's weird because I don't like going into other beauty stores I feel like a trader same I feel like I'm gonna burn yeah I went into Mecca once and the girl at the counter was like she said oh I listened to your podcast oh <laughs> trader <laughs> I, was like, I was like we're both traders <laughs> so I because I have oily skin definitely need a primer makeup forever shine control primer is my go-to I've spoken about that like a million times but I would put that on the t-zone because you've chosen ultraviolets daydream screen I'm not gonna I actually do wear I actually have it here and it's almost empty I did bring it away with me I love it I think it's so good even for oily skin Mm. it's still like with a little bit of powder it's actually completely fine for oily skin I think it's Probably one of my favorite tints, but if you need to go something that's a little bit more full coverage, but also matte, so actually really good for oily skin is the Estee Lauder Double Wear Sheer Long Wear Makeup. So you don't really need to use much. Got it right here. I've heard great things about that product. Yeah. So it's like, because Estee Lauder Double Wear is my favorite foundation. So this is like Mm. the 
no makeup, makeup version, the sheer version. <laughs> cool, you could say that. So I would really recommend this if you love double wear, which I do. I would definitely give this a go for the days that you don't want full coverage. So in terms of concealer, I'm going to go for the Makeup Forever Ultra HD concealer. To be honest with you, I don't actually... If I'm doing like really no makeup, no makeup, I actually probably don't use any concealer and definitely don't use any contour. Mm. But if I was going to go for a concealer, it would be this one. The main reason is that it's like you don't have to set it. I actually don't like uh, for me, concealer shouldn't be like light, light coverage. Like I think concealer needs to be medium coverage. You want it to do something. You want it to do something. So I would probably put just a few dots under the eye. And then blend that Mm -hmm. in. That would be my no makeup makeup concealer. In terms of bronzer, there's no way I would do it. I wouldn't even know how to apply a cream bronzer. Oh, it's easy. Where do you put it? Just the same place as you would put bronzer. And just tap it in. Yeah, just tap it in. So you would, I've used a fluffy brush. I use a Real Techniques. Oh, um, okay. I think it's a powder. I think it's meant to be a powder brush, but I just swirl that into Mm. the product. And then I just press in. Okay. Like under my cheekbones, around my hairline, down my nose. That's it. That sounds quite easy, actually. Works a treat. But anyway, yeah. I actually brought with me the Benefit Hula Bronzer. One of the reasons I also really like this, particularly for travel, is it's so light and it's so travel friendly. Yes, it is. Sometimes bronzers come in quite like heavy packaging. Yeah. But anyway, it's a matte bronzer. Hula makes a great eyeshadow. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that. I actually did not bring any eyeshadow with me, did I? No, didn't bring any eyeshadow with me, and that's because I wouldn't even wear eyeshadow. I would just use the Hula bronzer. so good. Bronzing, contour, and and eyeshadow. Mm. I have copied you, (laughs) Napoleon Purtis Mm -hmm. Cheek Switch Cream Blush Stick. I have a little trick as well. So I use it in Pink Lady, but I have a little trick Mm -hmm to really look like no makeup makeup especially if you're traveling and you want like a bit of color in your face I always do it on the cheeks but then I always put like quite a bit on the nose do you do the same yeah yeah it makes you look like yeah it just makes you look fresh yeah it does put a little bit of that on the nose for the brow gel I do really like the benefit 24-hour brow setter but at the moment I am using Anastasia Beverly Hills brow gel but the other one I think that would be really good for no makeup would be the brow freeze so that would be another one if you wanted to like set your brows up yes if you want a more lamination brows yes definitely but I'm using the Anastasia Beverly Hills brow gel at the moment I really really like this one so that has taken over from the benefit but both are really good I accidentally left my brow freeze open and Same. it dried out. <laughs> yes. <Same. laughs> what? How did we both do that? Uh, both yeah. of us did that. Yeah, I had to go in the bin. <laughs> well, they need to change the packaging so that we can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I had to throw it out as well and I was heartbroken. I know. And in terms of translucent powder, I always take with me, I feel like I've spoken about this to death and I need to try a new translucent powder, but mm. it cosmetics, it bye cosmetics. bye pores, translucent powder. <laughs> it's a poreless finish airbrush powder. So really good because I have big pores. So this one's a good one for me mm. and I swear by it. And then for lips, I actually wanted to talk about something different because I always talk about Laneige the two Laneige lip products. I always talk about that. Yeah. So I converted to Laneige and now I'm like back on Lano. I love Lano. So I wanted to talk about my favorite ones from their range. So I actually brought with me and finished really quickly the Lano Lips Lano Stick. Mm-hmm. So they've got that in the original. Love and that. Coco Nutter. So that's really nice. And then my other 
absolute favorite is the Lanolips Banana Balm Lip Sheen. Oh my God. I've never used that one, I don't think. It's honestly, it's got like a little bit of a shimmer and it tastes like banana. You're not meant to eat Mm, it, but it's got that banana taste. (laughs) And honestly, that's probably one of my favorites. So they've also got a Lanolips Tinted Lip Balm in rose, but any any Lanolips, I Mm -hmm. would say, is really nice for no makeup makeup. But that banana one in particular, because it's got a little bit of shimmer. And honestly, that's it. But to be honest with you, that's it. I don't think I have anything else. And you know what? I didn't put a mascara in there because normally I would have a lash lift. So I would normally have a lash lift if I was going on a holiday or, you know, I wasn't wearing makeup at a particular time. If I had to, if I had to, I'd just put on my regular mascara like Laura Paris or Maybelline ones. But yeah, I don't think if you're doing no makeup makeup, you're probably not going to wear mascara. I brought a mascara, I haven't used it once because I have to use a mascara that's waterproof, not even waterproof, a tubing mascara. Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. It's so hard to get off that that's too much Mm. effort for for no makeup makeup. So no mascara. Fair. And if you're going to Europe and this is helpful to you, just don't tell us you're going to Europe. I've seen enough on Instagram. I don't care. (laughs) I'm not that. I don't. You can tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's just me. I'm not not the biggest. I'm not. I don't think I'm the biggest fan of Europe. So it's not really my vibe. So well, (laughs) maybe when I get a little bit older, it'll be my vibe. I think it is. You think it's my vibe? Yeah. Really? Where? Yeah, get you on the Amalfi Coast or Greek Island. To be honest with you, the only Europe content that I'm loving at the moment, do you follow Plant Mama? No. She does those pasta clubs? No. Oh, her Europe content's really good because she's basically going to tiny towns Ah. in Italy where there's like no one, there's like one restaurant and there's like amazing beaches and she goes to, so I've, uh, her Europe content is making me want to go to Europe, but that's because she's not going to touristy places. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So your issue is tourists. (laughs) It's not necessarily destination. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good to know. Hate all of you (laughs) tourists. (laughs) So Joe's written in here her product with lol. <laughs> so like I was like, what is that? It must be funny. <laughs> it's not a beauty product. So we do this segment every week and sometimes I'm just like, honestly, I don't have a product this week that is yep. beauty related that I can talk about, but I do have a lifestyle product that mm. I want to talk about. Okay. So for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram or know this about me, when my parents go away, my cat who's actually my cat that lives at my parents' house. He comes to stay at my house. And he's usually pretty well behaved, but since he's come to my new house, Mm -hmm. he was just being an absolute nightmare. I felt like I had a newborn baby for the whole week. He would keep me up through the night, like jumping up and down off my bed, like over my pillow. I know how much you value your sleep, Hannah. It Mm. was infuriating. And I was getting so frustrated. There was points where I would shut my door and put my AirPods in and put mm. noise cancelling on just to get a couple of hours of sleep because he was keeping me awake that much, meowing, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I was like, what am I going to do? And then I remembered that I had seen ads for this product called Fellyway. Fellyway. <laughs> so it's a cat's product. Yes, yeah, so you get it at pet shops. Uh-huh. So it is a diffuser. So I guess it is beauty related oh. in some way if we want to link it to the mm. fragrance category. We don't sell it. So it's a diffuser and it contains a synthetic cat pheromone. So Mm. it's meant to like simulate what a cat's mother would smell like. 
So it's meant to calm them down and like relax them, make them feel a little bit more zen when they're in your space. So cats have these little glands where their whiskers are and it releases pheromones. So you've probably seen cats like rub their faces against you. They're putting their scent on you. No, I've never had a cat. Okay. Well, they do that. Stay stay away from cats. (laughs) You stay away from all animals. I love this like cat biology session. Yeah. So I feel like cat owners will really appreciate this. So anyway, I'm like, I'm just at my wits end. And this Valley Way stuff is expensive. Like it's normally, I think a hundred and something dollars. I managed to find it online and get a price match at the local pet shop for $76. So it ain't cheap and it only lasts four weeks. So thank God my parents are coming home before the end of four weeks. Can I ask why you got a price match? Why didn't you just buy it online? Because I needed it immediately. I decided oh, that day. I was like, I need right, a full night's right, sleep right, tonight. Right, right. I'm just yep. not myself. So got it from the pet shop, came home, plugged it in, and I'm like praying, like, please, please work. And I eat dinner, go to bed, and I'm just like laying there like, please, just can I have some relief tonight? I did not hear from this cat once. Wow. This sh- is like, it's probably like hot man smell to us. Yeah, okay. It just brings over a sense of calm Mm -hmm. and he's just been chilled out ever since. So if you have a stressed cat, if you are moving house, if you are traveling with them in the car, it comes in a little room spray as well. Yep. So this is a different kind of fragrance segment, but for those of you who are cat owners and you know how temperamental cats can be, I'm sure this will be helpful for you. So that is my product. I didn't know I needed today. Now that I know that we can literally do any product that we want, <laughs> this, op- this opens, this really opens me up. I mean, we don't anything. do this regularly, but. <laughs> There's so many things at 7-Eleven in Thailand that I love. Like, like you what? can get like this big plastic cup and they fill yeah. it up with ice oh. and then you get Coke Zero and yeah. you have like this big, oh, it's the, I don't know if we have that in Australia. Is it like the slopey machine, but not? It's like a big plastic cup and yeah. you have you put ice in it and then you can pour your drink into it and drink your drink from a straw. Ah. There's my product. I didn't know I needed <laughs> No, I'm going to actually do a beauty one. 7-Eleven plastic cups. <laughs> so thanks, Joe. That was really good. And look, it was half related because it's sleep and we have a whole sleep section on Adore Beauty. So, you know. Yeah, somewhat related. So mine is, as you know, like I am obsessed with Harder Labo, which is the apparent, mm-hmm. according to the packaging of this brand, Japan's number one skincare line. Honestly, it's like, I just love it. I think I discovered like one of my favorite new brands of the whole year. They've got like a trademarked super hyaluronic acid, which is basically in all their products, but their plumping gel is next level. It's honestly one of my favorite gel moisturizers. But today I'm talking about the Harder Labo Moisturizing Facial Sheet Mask. I haven't spoken about this before, have I? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think I have. No, you've spoken about the hyaluronic serum. Yeah, no, I talked about the hyaluronic acid, the super plumping gel, but this one's really good because I have brought a whole heap of these away with me. I love doing sheet masks when I'm away. Do you ever let the Canadian use them or is it strictly for you? He refuses. Oh, I was like, really? come on, come on. He's like, absolutely no. He will one day, but <laughs> at the moment that's his boundary on skincare. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's just like, he said, oh. I'm not ready for that. I'm just not ready for that. Okay. To like lie gal pal, like lying like gal pals on the bed with yeah. sheet masks on. Awesome. <laughs> Why? No, at least he knows his boundaries. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, eventually. Mm. 
Yeah, as I said, the sheet mask also has their super hyaluronic acid. And I just find whatever their trademarked hyaluronic acid is, it really does work. It's ultra hydrating. Mm-hmm. It's also suitable for sensitive skin. It says here that the sheet mask is saturated with an, an entire bottle of serum. Is that Whoa. a typo? <laughs> is that a typo? <laughs> No, I think they say that about the advanced night repair mask, don't they? Right. Okay. A whole thing of serum. I think they do say that. For me, sheet masks are really good for like two occasions in, in particular. The first one is if you're traveling a lot and your skin's like really, really dry. And I mean, like anytime that your skin feels really, really dry, a sheet mask is really good because you get like that deep hydration and particularly with this one because it's hyaluronic acid. The second reason would be if you want to like prep your skin before doing your makeup for an event. However, I wanted to ask you, Joe. do you do the sheet mask? I do the sheet mask the night before. Like I don't think I would do it right before doing my makeup. So the only reason I do it the night before, actually there's two reasons. I don't want to get it in my hair. So usually Mm -hmm. I will do the sheet mask before I've washed my hair because I have like a relatively small face. So I think trying to get the mask to fit and not go in my hair, I have to like fold it over. Mm -hmm. So I don't want that residue like getting in my hair. And then the second thing is peeling. Yes, I was going to, that's exactly what I was going to say. So you just don't know whether the mask, the residue from that is going to then cause your makeup to go on differently. And it's just not ideal. I would do it the night before personally. And just a quick little note on that super hyaluronic acid. It was created in Japanese laboratories and basically it is a unique blend of three forms of hyaluronic acid. And so that will kind of moisturize the skin, deeply moisturize the skin. I personally mm-hmm. like love their products. If you haven't tried the Harder Labo, because this, this one's only $6.95 for the sheet mask, you could give that a go. And then if you really like it, I would like recommend everything else from the range. Yeah. I really like the serum. It's very good and cheap. Super affordable. Yeah. Really affordable. So that is mine. Did the. Uh, yes, I've got a response about the X. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. It's good timing. I, I asked for one and he's given me four. <laughs> <laughs> you got four. <laughs> okay. okay, so the first one. One would be you having so many icks is an ick. Is the first oh, one. Oh, that's a good one. Second one is your phobia of the outdoors. Oh. <laughs> I just hate going outside. Yeah, he likes hiking and camping and shit. I'm just like, I don't want to come. I think you're going to have to go. You're going to have to compromise on that one. Oh, no, I've said I'll go camping once good. a year. Oh, I've, I've good. I've agreed to that. Yeah, no more than that, though. <laughs> Number three. No, I was going to say Linda went camping, my mum, on their second or third date or something. And then she did it for a while. And then I think once they were married, it was like. And then she was like, I've earned my keep. <laughs> I don't have to do this anymore. You just wait till he puts a ring on it. And then you probably don't have to go camping again. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yep. The other one was not being able to reheat meals with meat. I don't eat leftovers that contain meat. <laughs> <laughs> all leftovers at all, really. I'm very fussy like that. Oh, my God. I'm learning things about you, Joe. And then the last one is not being able to eat meat off the bone. Oh. I never will eat. I don't eat chicken wings. I don't eat lamb shanks. Oh. Nothing that's on a bone. I cannot eat it. I just can't know that it's come off a bone. It makes me feel unwell. Like, I'm not vegetarian. I know that you don't eat meat at all, Hannah. That's totally fair. Yeah. I've met a few people that have said the same thing as well. So You can tell him my ick is that that's his ick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think all of those are very personal to him. 
but those are my icks apparently that I give him. It's giving me an insight of how much he really knows about you. Like that's some real like very specific quirky things. But I didn't even know that about you. Yeah, no, he's very observant. Like Mm. if I tell him one thing, he's never going to forget it. But on the topic of food, I burnt my face yesterday on a toasty. Oh. So (laughs) that topic that we did with Dr. Lucinda recently was an absolute (laughs) lifesaver. Yeah. It was the cheese. It was obviously really hot and exploded out and went down the side of my mouth and I instantly screamed. And luckily it hasn't left a mark today. I expected it because I got that, you know, that real cold feeling after it's burnt Mm -hmm. and you you Mm -hmm. just feel like you want to put something on it. I got that feeling and I was like, oh, this could leave a mark tomorrow. And thank God it didn't. I did put Sikaplast on there last night just to be sure. But if you've ever had an incident (laughs) related to a toasty, let me know because, yeah, it was not pretty and I was very concerned about my mouth. And it did also burn the roof of my mouth too, which wasn't fun. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Be careful with your toasties, people. Be careful out there. Exploded. That sounded a little bit. (laughs) I went in too keen and the cheese just spurted out (laughs) excitedly. (laughs) That's not sounding very good. If you just got that sound bite, it squirted out excitedly. Let's put that in our ads. Oh, speaking of ads, guys, we do want to let you know you will hear a few ads running on Beauty IQ Uncensored, which you may not have heard before, but we promise you all of our content still remains the same. There just might be a few ad breaks that you might notice throughout our episodes. Anyway, see you next week. See you guys next week. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.